my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash Sirius XM. If you travel, you know when it comes to love. See you soon. Can't wait. The sky is no limit. You know with your Delta Amex card, being oceans apart means meeting in Aruba. And booking a war travel with your card means saving 15% on Delta flights. You know, kissing under the bridge of size guarantees eternal love because you're the long distance lovebirds. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Takeoff 15 discount not applicable to partner operated flights or taxes and fees. Terms apply. Visit go.amic slash you know. Welcome, 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 everybody, to another episode of Tide Talk Live. Stacy Blackwood joined, as always, by my good buddy Jake Thomas for another live edition of the show. Look Jake, at that, Stacy. <laughs> Thank you. Center. That is amazing. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. That is awesome. That right. might be the that might be the coolest <laughs> uh, live chat comment I've ever seen in my life. But uh, no kidding. That's awesome. Thank you, Ice yeah. Man. Jake, mm -hmm. how are you doing on this Tuesday evening? I'm doing great, Stacey. Um, you know, I'm excited, ready to get this week over with because there's a big game this weekend, and we're about to talk all about it. But uh, man, it's it's definitely huge. Yeah, man, what what a week, what a game this weekend, Jake. It really feels like this might be the game of the year for Alabama and Texas A&M both. So right. I can't wait to dive into that and and kind of give our preview and predictions for that matchup here in just a minute. But uh, got to get some business out of the way, guys. Thank you for tuning in. If you're not already, please hit that subscribe button, uh, like this video, share it with with all your friends on Facebook, uh, Twitter, you know, just wherever. Just share our channel so our, we can continue to grow here on YouTube. Uh, you know, we're presented by BetUS and Latour and Watches. You can find out more about those guys and the offers that that they provide through us here on our channel. They're in the description below. So make sure you follow those links and you know either purchase you a watch from Latourin or uh, sign up for an account on BetUS. And, and on that first deposit you make, if you follow our link, you will receive a 125% bonus on that deposit. So if you deposit 100 bucks, they're going to give you another $125 to play with. So make sure you do that today. We would greatly appreciate that. Uh, there's already people chiming in the chat. We can't wait to, to dive into that and answer any questions that you have there. So if you do have questions, please let us know there in the live chat. And if you're watching the replay, Jump in the comment section, ask your questions there, give your keys to victory, players to watch, and score predictions as well. All right, Jake, 
Wow, what a game this weekend in College Station, Jake. This is what college football is all about, these right. types of matchups where and, – and the truth is, Jake, and I don't want to dive too far into this, but next year when there's a 12-team playoff, this game doesn't mean as much as it does this year mm-hmm. because two losses and you're still kind of in it yeah. uh, with a 12-team playoff. With a 14-team playoff, Jake, that's not the case. No. You you drop this game and you are most likely done when it comes to the college football playoffs. So, uh, once the twelve team playoff rolls around, Jake, th- these types of matchups will, will lose a little bit of their let- luster, other than bragging rights and, and school pride. So, um, I, I'm excited about this matchup, Jake, and, and what it means for for both Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher, and for Alabama and Texas A&M because I think this is a critical matchup in the SEC. And, and 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 for the entire country, uh, you know, Jake. I guess before we dive too deep into it, just your early thoughts on the game, Jake, and how you're feeling about this matchup. Man, you know, you you pretty much said it all. Says this is a very important matchup. Um, honestly, if you want to look at it this way, both teams' seasons online right here. You know, A and M's already got a loss to Miami. Alabama's got a loss to Texas. Who? You know, honestly, it's looking like a real good loss right now because Texas looks like a complete team. Um, but Alabama's a lot better than than that that team now uh, when they play Texas. You know, at this point, and and I feel like to A and M, even though they lost Connor Wigman, they, they they've kind of figured it out a little bit better since that loss to Miami. So I feel like both teams are kind of clicking at a high level right now. So this is just going to be a juggernaut of a game. So I, I'm like we said before, I'm just glad we're getting it at two thirty instead of it being a night game because boy, it can get <laughs> ruckus over there at you know in Kyle Field. Yeah, and you, you kind of said it, Jake. Both these teams take some early season losses. I think both teams lost in week two mm-hmm. uh, to teams that are proven to be pretty good teams. I mean, Texas is proven to be one of the best teams in the country. Miami is a lot better than than what most people, I think, anticipated. So uh, I wouldn't say either team has a bad loss. They just have right. a loss right now. Yep. But I think also on that same side, they both teams have showed tremendous amount of improvement from week to week. And despite you know, A&M losing their starting quarterback, Max Johnson is an experienced quarterback. I think he has 16 starts or something like that under his belt in the SEC. So a real experienced player. This game's not going to be too big for him. He understands the magnitude of winning in the SEC West. So, uh, what an what an exciting matchup between two teams who I think are playing some of their best football of the of the early portion of the season. So, exciting game there in College Station. And like you said, I'm I'm glad it's a two thirty kickoff instead of under the lights because it seems like under the lights it's just a different different animal there uh, at Kyle Field. So excited about two thirty kick for sure. Yeah. Uh, and, and Jake, I know that. You know, before we we uh, hit live, you you had a you know some clips that you wanted to show. I, I'm not sure when yeah. you bring those in. Uh, yeah. I think we could do that before we dive too deep into the show. Uh, but mm-hmm. Jake, share a couple clips uh, from the Mississippi State game. Uh, just I, I'm yeah. excited to see what he, what he has to say about what he's seeing here in in, the, in these clips. I got a couple here. Um, let me get pulled back up. Um, so this first one here, this is the very first play of the game from Mississippi, Mississippi State. And, you know, we're bringing, as you see, I don't know if you can see my cursor, but we're bringing uh, C.J. Dupree in motion. He's going to line up roughly about right here, of course. You see how they're lined up on defense. Pretty much everybody's got a man. So we're going to we're gonna move forward with it. You see him come in motion. 
I want to show you. Watch Dupree. He pushes his guy, and I think the key right here, I'm going to slow it down just a hair. You talk about a monster and J.C. Latham, how he took his guy and just, I mean, just bullied him all the way down the ground right there. He moved him to a different county. <laughs> he did. He did. And the other thing I want to want to make note right here, you know, Dalcor gets a lot of, you know, a lot of a lot of bad rap, but understandably so. He's out of out of everybody on the offensive line. I feel like he's, you know, he's just not the more aggressive player at this point. But you see here, he chips and then he moves, he moves into the second level and picks up a big block right there. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you, I've I've seen a tremendous amount of improvement this season for Darren Dalcourt. I have too. Uh, I, I would say he's always been a good player at the point of attack, mm-hmm. but being able to reach the second level is something that he has struggled with, uh, you know, throughout his entire career at Alabama. But I, I feel like he's improved this year, and and I'll be honest with you, I think right now the weak link of the offensive line has been Seth McLaughlin, not right. just because of the bad snaps, but according to pro football focus, he, he's got the lowest grade of, of an album offensive lineman, both as a run blocker and a pass blocker this season. So he he's, he's, he's going to have his hands full this week against Texas A&M. And, and I'm sure it kind of ties in great with, with what we're going to be looking at for keys to the game, Jake, because mm-hmm. it starts with these guys that you're highlighting right now for Alabama. Yeah, absolutely. I got one more. I want to. I want to uh, bring up here. This. I'm not exactly sure exactly when this play happened, but this is one of the scrambles that uh, that Miller had. I'm gonna let it let it play out. You know, just full. It's just a five second clip. But you see, I want to make note on a couple of things here. Caden Proctor is another one who who you've seen the vast improvement he has he has shown. You he see, sees, the, he's blocking yeah. the man, blocking down, sees the stunt. He sees the stunt coming and immediately pulls off of him. Great footwork. Yes, and picks it up perfectly. The other thing I want to make, make note of, look at big old Tyler Booker out there. He's got his guy off, off of the ground and just bullying him, takes him down to the ground. So I feel like that bully ball, that is exactly what, what how we're going to have to attack a&M uh, on the deep on their defensive front, we're going to have to bully them, and uh, because I mean their defensive front is really really good, but if if we get that nasty aggression that we saw against Mississippi State, we have Caden Proctor each and every week getting better. Everything's lining up for this offensive line, and you know I, I'm I'm starting to see the what I thought this offensive line could be coming up in the season. It's getting there. Just give it time, Bama fans. Yeah, no doubt. They played the best game of the year against Mississippi State last week, and mm-hmm. and Ronnie hits the nail on the head. It's going to be a lot harder to move those A&M defensive linemen this week in College Station because yeah. every one of those guys are dudes. They're four or five-star right. prospects. Uh, they're deep. They're talented. Uh, and, and they're going to be hard to handle for this offensive line. But but Alabama's got dudes, too. So, uh, you know, Tyler Booker, J.C. Latham, they're playing the, their best football right now. Like I mentioned, Darren Dalcourt just continues to get better. Mm-hmm. Uh Caden Proctor is is starting to show yes. why he was a five star prospect, the number one offensive tackle. Uh, but Seth has got got to clean some things up. But I have confidence in Seth because he's been good in the SEC before. So it's yes. not that he can't do it; it's just that he hadn't been doing it lately. So uh, I have confidence in this offensive line. And and you know, I, like I mentioned, our first topic of the night is keys to victory. And Jake, I think it starts and ends with the Alabama's offensive line. Yep, I agree, hundred percent.
And, and Skip Skip <laughs> makes a great point too. He says Jalen should run whenever he has an opening, especially this week. Uh, I mean, if if he has an opening, get gone because yeah. first downs are going to be very important against A and M because you have to stay ahead of schedule against A and M. There's the, the, I think this game we're talking as we talk about keys to victory, Jake is which team stays ahead of the chains, right? Which team has the most first down success, the most second down success? Because Jake, if either one of these teams are in third and six or longer, it's going to mm-hmm. be long days because A&M can get after you and Alabama can get after you from, 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 from their defensive front as well. So, uh, it all starts up front for both teams really. And I think that's the key to the game. Everybody wants to talk about the quarterbacks. I think both quarterbacks are starting to play pretty solid for both teams. I have faith in Jalen. I know A&M fans have faith in Max Johnson. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just about which offensive line can control the line of scrimmage the most or the most consistently and create running lanes for for both uh, the running backs for Alabama and A&M as well because they got some talented backs. And Max Johnson's a capable runner as well. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm I'm excited. You know, I just can't say enough about this matchup. It's it's two juggernauts on on the field with each other, and it's going to be a fun 60 minute football game. Keys to victory. Another thing I would like to point out, and and uh, Osman, his uh, comment said uh, Jalen uh, to Jermaine would be one of the biggest keys of victory this week. I I like that. I and I feel like Jermaine Burton didn't really. We we really didn't get the get the wide receivers in much of a rhythm last week. Of course, I felt like our our play calling was kind of vanilla. We didn't want to mm-hmm. show too much to A and M, and I so I feel like Jermaine and some of those guys bomb would probably have a lot bigger, uh, you know, things to say in this game. But I feel like as long as Jalen, you know, protects the football and doesn't cause any critical turnovers, I really do like Alabama's chances this game. I do too. It's it, <laughs> we talked about the offensive line, Jake. Mm-hmm. Jalen has to take care of the football, and and as as part of I mentioned staying ahead of the chains. Mm-hmm. Part of that is no pre snap penalties, no illegal right. procedures, false starts. You can't no holding penalties. You can't have none of that stuff, Jake. You get behind the chains against a defensive front like A and M. It's going to be a long day. I think you could make the argument that both these teams are playing about as good defensively as anybody else in the country. So what? I mean, what a matchup it's shaping up to be uh, in College Station. I'm excited for it, Jake. I don't know that I've been this excited for a Week Six game in a very long time. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 going to be going to be fun. And uh, yeah, uh, Rick, uh, glad to have you on, buddy. Roll Tide. Uh, Ronnie says Burt might not get to twelve hundred yards like I predicted, but he's is averaging over 21 yards per catch. And I mean, he, I think he's already had two touchdown passes that's been called, called back or mm-hmm. and receptions called back because of, of penalties, just like Stacy mentioned, especially at Kyle field, you know, it's going to be loud. So we, you know, I think we talked about on our post game show when we just covered a little bit, whether the storm early on, mm-hmm. you know, you've got to, to event, you know, settle down, First, second drive, you know, you may you may have some issues, but after that, I'll give you two series. After that, you've got to be clicking on, on all cylinders after that. You've got to just cancel the noise out and just go play football. Yeah. Iceman says, let's not forget the most important key to victory, Miss Terry. Yes, absolutely. 100%. 100%. Uh, no no yeah. doubt about it. Uh, hey, Rick and Bonnie, thank you for joining us, Rick. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
if y'all, uh, I want to bring up something Ronnie mentioned earlier. He said, do you think the O-line struggle with smaller, quicker teams like South Florida? We are built to block bigger SEC defenders. Do you agree? I think that is part of it. Um, and it, a lot of it has to do with with scheme as well because yeah. th- those teams like to shoot. They like to shoot gaps, and and even Mississippi State likes to do that as well. They like to shoot gaps and and try to get underneath blockers just to kind of disrupt them and not allow them to get to the second level. So I, I do think that is uh, a piece of of the problem against a smaller defensive lineman uh, for this Alabama team. But I, I do think this offensive line is coming along uh, nicely. I think the entire team is improving week to week. And that's always a plus check. I'm not sure that we could say that about last year's Alabama team. I I don't know that I ever saw a progressive amount of improvement from week to week, but I see that this season Mm -hmm. and and it's not just Jalen. It's the offensive line. I think the backs are running better. Uh, The receivers are playing well. Amari Nyblack. I mean, Amari Nyblack, Jake, that that's another guy who could be real critical for, for Alabama success on Saturday. And, I guess that's a good good time for us to transition into players to watch this week, Jake, because I think offensively for Alabama, Amari Nyblack is is proving to be maybe the most dangerous weapon for Alabama. I mean, I, especially in the passing game. Yeah, I agree, Stacey. I mean, you know, coming into to the season, uh, I think Tommy Reese and a couple others had talked about him being a mismatch nightmare uh, for defenses, and and you see why why they said that. I mean, he's another guy who has had a touchdown reception taken back uh, from, from a penalty. So, you know, he's starting to come into his own, um, much like, um, you know, Jalen. Jalen, not so much because he's been in the program for a while, but he hasn't had a lot of starts. But you can say like Caden Proctor, Amari Nyblack, some of these guys are true freshmen starting. And it's just taking them to get some game speed, get some game experience under their belts. And you're starting to see the, the fruits uh, and the growth that uh, that has happened that especially with Jalen Milrow as well uh I think that's all really he needed was some uh was just some some gaming experience and you so uh but yeah Martin Oblack man I, I feel like he's he's going to be the net stud at tight end for at Alabama yeah and and Osman makes a great point I think all the tight ends are yeah. are, are really uh Oots and Dupree mm-hmm. are blocking their rear ends off and Nye Black and they're they're they've made a couple of plays in the passing game as well. Yeah. Uh but Nye Black's just different, man. I mean, I, I don't know how you cover that dude. I mean, he's he's six four, six five, you know, two thirty, two forty, and has wide receiver skills. So uh just good luck covering that guy. So just and, and Jalen yeah. seems seems to like throwing to Nye Black. So uh, I think the game, the South Florida game, is the only game he doesn't have a reception in this season, and that's the only game that that uh, you know Milro did not play in. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I think I think Nyblatt's going to be a, a big piece this weekend as well, as in all the tight ends for that matter, because they're a really important part of our run game as well, because we like to run twelve personnel so much. Yeah, and you you know that that one clip I, I showed you, uh, you know CJ yeah. Dupree getting in there, pushing his guy over to to Latham just to get absolutely pancaked by Latham. And then, you know, Dupree going into the second level, getting the next guy there. So, you know, that's one thing that that Saban has always said. He wants his tight ends and his wide receivers to block. And if you don't block, you're not going to get on the field and play. So they they must learn to block in the open field. And and all of our guys, you know, wide receivers and, uh, and tight ends do a great job blocking and, and run sports. Yeah, yeah. Rick makes a great point there. He says Reese has to get has to be on top of his game. I, I agree. I think this is 
this is uh where he's gonna make his money as as Alabama's offensive coordinator. I mean, this is this is the game to show what you are made of. And uh, this is a big time moment for Reese in this offense. So I'm excited to see what the game plan is uh, and what type of adjustments he makes once he gets into the game, because you know there's going to have to be adjustments made as well. So no, no doubt, Rick, a, a big game for Tommy Reese as far as play calling and game planning uh, goes. Uh, Jake, offensively, I, I kind of gave my player to watch. Uh, who, who are you looking at offensively as your player to watch this week? I'm going to go with a guy we hadn't seen much yet, but I feel like we're going to start, you know, moving forward uh, because you saw a little bit of him last week, and that's Justice Haynes. You saw what what the caliber player he is and what he brings to the table. He went given his opportunity. I know there's three other guys in front of him, but much like a couple of these other uh, young guys, a uh, uh, freshman kind of like Kather Downs, some point you've got to get this dude on the field at some some level somewhere because he's just too special of a player to be set on the sideline for the entire game. So uh, I I feel like Justice Haynes is going to come in the second half and maybe light a spark run you know have a couple big runs to get the you know and and then maybe punch one in uh, late in the third quarter to make it maybe a two to two to two score game to seventeen point game and then we just coast the rest of the way. Yeah, I mean, uh, Justice Haynes is averaging 6.4 yards a carry. Now, he only has eight carries, but uh, in his eight carries, that makes him the fourth leading rusher on the team. So, um, I, I, I like Justice Haynes. I, I think he has big play potential, and, you know, that's that's the kind of guy you could bring in late in the fourth quarter once everybody's wore out. And, you know, instead of it being a four- or five-yard gain, it's a 50-yard gain. So, and it really <laughs> right. opens up the game and changes the game. So, I'm with you there. I think Justice Haynes could be a, a real significant player on Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. De- defensive, defensive. Hey, uh, g- yeah, good point. Field goals would be key. Uh, um, we got the greatest <laughs> field goal kicker in, in college football. So, yeah, uh, real confident in Will Rockard and James Vernon when it comes to to kicking mm-hmm. the football. Yeah. All right, Jake. Players to watch defensively. Who who you got there? Uh, I'm really, you know. Players, I, I you know, if it's just one person, but I'm going to go with a whole unit. I'm going to say uh, the inside linebackers. Uh, we we don't really know the status of Deontay Lawson as of now. Um, he might play, he might not. But if he don't, you know, I feel very confident in in the duo and the in the trio of Blackshire, uh, Jilla Campbell, and uh, Trez Marshall covering. That and then having guys behind them like Justice Jefferson and maybe Sean Murphy come in if, if they need if need be. Uh, I'm really really excited to see what those guys can do, and I really feel like Campbell is about to about to tear somebody up because I mean he's just all over the field, just like Deontay Lawson was when, when he's out there healthy playing. Yeah, I like how you kind of picked a position group there, mm-hmm. uh, and. and- if you hadn't have done that, the player I was going to go with was Jihad Campbell. Mm-hmm. But since you kind of covered the inside linebackers, I'm, I'm really going to be looking at what the interior of Alabama's defensive line does. Tim yeah. Smith, Tim Keenan, Justin Aboyby, Jamarian Latham, because I think all those guys are starting to play some of the best football of their Alabama careers. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm excited to see if they can continue that against A&M uh, because we know what you got in Chris Braswell and Dallas Turner. If if they can get after Max Johnson on a consistent basis and kind of disrupt him, not just from the edge, but from the interior of that defensive line, 
uh, it could be a long day for that Aggies offense. So uh, uh, I'm really going to be having my eye on, on that defensive front for Alabama. And I think I think they might could be the difference in the game for, for the Crimson Tide. Yeah, I agree with that too, Stacy. Because you know all, all the eyes are going to be on on Dallas Turner and Chris Braswell. So you know you one of these in, interior linemen is going to have a chance to get after Matt Johnson. And then if you force him out of the pocket, then you're going to have Dallas Turner on one end waiting on him, and then Chris Braswell on the other end waiting on him, and then one of the inside linebackers on the inside rush could get him as well. So going to be crucial to for these interior linemen to to get in the backfield and, and make some noise in their backfield to make Matt Johnson maybe throw a couple picks and make mistakes. Yeah, so if you're in the chat right now, I want you to give us a, a player from the offensive side, a player from the defensive side that you think is going to be uh, critical for Alabama's success on Saturday. Mm -hmm. uh, go go ahead, go ahead. I I just I was going to wait till you got done, but I have some uh, uh have uh, some stuff here I was okay. going to mention. And I'm not throwing any slot to anybody or, or anything. This is just facts, you know, because this, this comes from from uh, Bama Sports uh, Twitter. Um, well, it's actually X now. The, Alabama's defense under Kevin Steele this year, we're, you know, being averaging, giving up uh, yards per game is 297. Uh, passing yards per game is 182.8. Rushing yards per game, 112.8. Points per game, this key, 14.2. Total defense is not, is 18th in the country. Ole Miss under Pete Golden this year so far. Yards per game, 408. Passing yards, 263. Rushing yards, 145. Points per game, 24. And total defense, 101. Hmm. I mean, you can already see the difference. That's another – I think that's another key to victory is Alabama's defense is going to have to step up and play, which I know they're going to anyway. Yeah, I, I was going to – Tristan just mentioned the Anais uh, Smith yeah. comments. I, I mean, I don't know if he meant to give Alabama that type of bulletin board material or not, yeah. but my gosh, what, what boneheaded comments. Yeah. You just made it personal for Bama fans, Bama players now <laughs> by calling out Nick Saban. <laughs> I mean, I had to go back and think, I'm like, who's he talking about his brother? And then I remembered, yeah. but like, mm -hmm. come on, dude. Like, right. What, and I don't even know what he means by he knows what Nick Saban wants. Darren Arnold was like, I, yeah. <laughs> I've been here three years and I don't even know what he wants. <laughs> so. like, what does that even mean? Right. So that, that, that wasn't very smart on his part. Mm -hmm. And I don't. I'm not going to talk bad about the kid, but that right. that just was that was not very smart. And I'm sure, pretty sure the PR team at Texas A&M was like, "Shut up, shut up." They're probably in the background. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm sure Jimbo's back there doing that. <laughs> uh, all right, Jake. Um, you, before we get into our score predictions, uh, it's not there on our lineup today, but uh, we we kind of done it last week, and I thought it was pretty fun. Bold prediction for the game, Jake. Uh, Give me one, two, however many you can come up with this in split second. <laughs> what are you thinking about this game, bold prediction-wise? And, and by the way, in the chat, let us know your bold prediction for the game. Or if you're watching the replay, let us know there in the comment section. Um, I think the Alabama secondary is going to have two two pits again this week. And I think we're finally going to have – we're going to have three total turnovers. And I think we're finally going to get one of those fumbles to, to bounce our way and, and pick it up. Uh, and the other one I would say – 
I really feel like, and I guess this is kind of a safe option because he's been all over the field and been one of the most consistent guys. But I really feel like this is a game Malachi Moore is going to have a big, a big uh, say so in the game because you know a few years ago when he got ejected for targeting, which was just a bogus. I don't know why they caught it on him. Again, with it kind of that kind of went his spot his downfall. So now he's back up at the top. And he really wants – I feel like he really wants to to do something in this game. So, watch out for Malachi Moore. I think he's going to have a big game. I love both of those. And I'm going to go a little bit – you know, usually I try to stick to, like, player stats for the game or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go completely different, Jake. Alabama's favored by, like, two, three, four, just kind of depending on where you look. I think Alabama wins this game by double digits. Mm-hmm. That's love my it. bold prediction. Alabama wins this game by double digits. And it, it almost it, – it, I don't want to say it goes kind of like the Ole Miss game went because I think Alabama probably uh, executes a little better offensively than what they did against Ole Miss. But I think it has the same type feel that that once the second half gets gets rolling, Alabama just kind of seizes control and, 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 you know, takes control of the game in the second half and, and almost runs away with it. Not run away with it. That's kind of an exaggeration. But you see what, where I'm going. Yeah. I think they get a double-digit victory on the road. And kind of set up to, you know, make a really good run here uh, in in the second half of the season because you know after Saturday the the season's halfway over somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I know it took forever to get here. Now it's about halfway over with. I'm like, where? You know, this is this is crap. And then we can all we can always talk about the the uh, the new clock rule and all that. I hate that too. We can talk about that another time. But yeah, uh, but yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh, Osman said, "Actual bowl prediction: Alabama holds AM to one TD." I love. It. I would love, love that. Jimbo would be on the field in the middle of a play, probably a pick six. That is so good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Um, uh, so yeah. All right, Jake. Let's. It's time for our, our score predictions, and please, y'all, drop y'all score prediction right now in the chat or in the comment section if you're watching the replay. Jake, it's here. What are you thinking? Um, they actually on one of my picks I do at work. This game was on there, and right now I can always change it. But right now, I've got I've got it at thirty five twenty five Alabama. Um, but I'm I kind of really want to go down to like thirty five twenty one. I feel like Alabama's defense, especially in the second half, is gonna gonna have a big game, and um, and I feel like we're gonna we're gonna take control in the second half and win. So I'm gonna go thirty five twenty one. Yeah. I- at the beginning of the week, and I know it's just it's Tuesday as we do this show, but I guess really it was Saturday night when I knew what game was coming up next when I yeah. started thinking about it. I, I was like, God, this is going to be a low defensive defensive game, low scoring. You know, both teams are playing with quarterbacks that, that you know, Milrose still still learning and progressing. Max Johnson's the backup. But, Jake, I, the, the more it goes on, I just feel like this offense is – is starting to blend and and have continuity and chemistry. I think Alabama wins this game 31 to 14. And like I said, in the second half, they kind of impose their will on Texas A&M, wear them out over four quarters and come away with a big win on the road and and really make a statement and maybe be the talk of college football this weekend. Yeah. I I love that pick too, Stacey. I I feel like Alabama needs a big win here and I feel like they're going to get it. I just feel like overall with that, you know, AM's got talent, but we are the more talented team. And the way our defense has played the last several weeks, man, they're just they're just all over the field, you know, getting going towards the ball and just attacking. 
and, and that's what we've been missing, I feel like, defensively, that, that attacking style. We've got that now. I don't think A&M is, is ready for that type of defense. Yep, I'm with you, buddy. Mm-hmm. All right, well, Jake, it is my supper time. So I'm, I, we're going to head out, guys. Thank you so much for watching and, and being a part of our live show. Mm-hmm. Uh, please jump in the comments now and let us know your score prediction for the game, your keys to victory, you know, and all that fun stuff. Uh, cannot wait to see all that there in the comment section. Uh, make sure to jump in the description, sign up for BetUS, get you a nice watch from Latour and Watches, uh, and like, share, and subscribe to our channel today. But that's going to do it. We'll be back real soon. Uh, we'll probably be back on the Bleacher Report app Saturday afternoon following the conclusion of Alabama A&M. So make sure you download the app and catch us there as well. But thank you so much for watching. We'll be back soon. And until next time, roll tide. Roll tide. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top-quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. If you travel, you know how to pull off a perfect getaway. You know after you enroll with your Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card, you get up to $10 back monthly on U.S. rideshare purchases with select providers, like a car to the airport. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths and where the Wi-Fi password is rarely used because you're the escape artist. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Purchases must be on card. Visit go.amex slash you know. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.